everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast. This is a very special episode because I am myself, me, here, Stephen Dutzman, the, the host of the podcast, as always. But I am joined by not one, but two of my very best friends in the whole wide world. Amanda Farrow, the Princess of Power, and... Linda Robel, the Mistress of Magnificence. I said it correctly this time without stumbling over my words. Linda is absolutely magnificent. The full team is here. Now, you may be saying to yourself, wow, this only happens on special occasions. Well, we live in the United States and it's Thanksgiving week, so that qualifies as a special event. So why are we here? Specifically, we are going to talk about our gaming our, our games and game memories that we are most thankful for um and because we we all have some things this is this is the kind of topic that makes amanda freak out like she had to take uh heart medication because it was because pa- it was just it was just, just beating extra fast thinking yeah. about a whole podcast about gratitude and nostalgia and memories and f- positive feels she was like, I can't even handle it. All these feels. I know, you're just juggling it. I mean, and realistically, um, I mean, compared to all the bad news you've had to deal with on your normal podcast, no, this is like a good escape. To say, this is good, and I like it, and I'm happy. Um, good. I'm glad because uh I am uh because that is a uh, that's what we try to do here. We're trying to keep things happy and keep things light um thank you uh rpm for banning that person i was like do i have a mod in the chat yes i do have a mod in the chat um same one thank you I, i'm like do i have do i oh yeah i do nukes from orbit um we try to be a source of positivity and light and goofiness among other things and uh that's what today is going to be all about um but before we do that um, I, you know, I think we should go around the horn. Um, I'm and, here for it. Let's do it. So I have things to talk about. So, yeah. So yeah. let's start, let's start with Linda because, yeah, let's um, because I have a feeling that it's just going to be me and Amanda screaming about Pokemon for a minute. So like, it's let's true. give, we're going to, we're, we're going to be screaming. So let's give That's Linda funny. an opportunity to go first and then she can like relax while we go nuts. And then she'll be like, "Oh, this is what the this is what the other side does when I'm not here. Oh, this the is uncivilized what the nerds are doing. This is what the nerds are doing. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so Linda, all good. Um, tell us about your thing. You have two. Bring it. I, I am very two. excited. Okay. So first one, we finally got Mystic Market to the table. We had gotten it over the summer as a gift." And just we finally brought it in. So that Mystic Market is you've got vi- – you're trying to collect different ingredients, make potions, buy low, sell high is sort of the premise. And it's sure. got the most ad- – have you seen this? It's got the most adorable tray, plastic tray, and it's got little colored vials representing the ingredients. And oh. as – Yeah, it is so cool looking. And as – That's cute as heck. And that tells you the value for buying and selling. And so different when you sell things, then it changes where the value is. It affects the marketplace. What it's such a cool premise. 
and you can like there's certain cards that you have to rearrange the marketplace or the mm-hmm. files and it changes all the value so if you're trying to collect thinking you're going to sell high all of a sudden you're at the bottom it's really a cool premise that sounds we really were, cool it was so fun we played with the two boys and they picked right up on it they each came in with a different strategy because you can either try to be collecting ingredients or making potions and you know whatever and they were both gung-ho for just make getting potions and then utilizing those abilities because the potions grant you an ability you get money for using them oh very that cool. was their technique but there's only That's so many neat. it was really fun and it just it looks so amazing. cool on the table oh it's such a good one it looks so cool on the table with the vials in the tray and you know it's reminded me just a smidge of potion explosion because things shift as you move them it's yes. not as complicated as potion explosion which but it is had very like, crunchy it really yeah compared to this this was a super light game it's from think fun it's actually a little mm. heavier it's heavier than what i usually have encountered from think fun now, granted, I have mostly done their single-player games, the, mm-hmm. the more like the puzzle games. Sure. I was really impressed with this one. This is one we're going to get a lot of play out of. I can tell you that. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Okay. And brace yourself for the second one. Okay. Okay. Are they ready? All right. The kids, at, not my children, the kids at karate, my kids' karate school, I was sitting waiting for my boys' class. Some of the younger siblings were hanging with me. Okay. They convinced me. They convinced me to download a game on my phone and what? play with them. What? Okay, brace yourself. They had me playing Among Us. What <laughs> is happening? Yeah. That Who is. Can you? But they convinced me. We're just sitting and like they're like, "Can you please play with me?" I'm such a sucker. Can you please play a game? You with are me? such a sucker. <laughs> okay. I mean, so I'm, it was like, so cute. It's great, but <laughs> such a sucker. Oh yeah. God, hey, I love it that a free for game. you. <laughs> it's so good. It was um, so cute. So did, but did you like it? That's it okay. the real question. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It was, it was okay. <laughs> but you were playing. Uh, this How old was the kid I, that suckered you into it? Eight. Eight. All right. Eight. So that's like not, the not perfect age. The perfect age for suckering you into playing a game. Uh, did they have yeah, to help no, you get all set up and? So they took point and they were just like, oh, let me get you set up. And like, you know, got me, they like set me up, didn't, you know, like I didn't have a chance to, they're like, no, I'll get you set up. And they just, it oh, was they adorable. went for it. Oh, they went, they're like, I, they said, yes, let's do this. But yep. I have to say, I was curious if I would like playing it, you know, like on my own. So I did play it again. We had, I had just a little downtime. I'm like, I'll play around. It doesn't take long to play. So I logged in, just played a random game. It was like, it's okay. It's a time waster. It's a thing to do. Let's just say the app's still there. I'm not getting rid of it yet. All right. All right. So, the, I mean, it, dang. That is. <laughs> that is like, I, I have reported on some shocking news over the last week. This is. I am shooketh. Shooketh. <laughs> I, I, can I. What's more surprising? Linda downloading Among Us <laughs> or uh, Epic buying harmonics today. I mean, like, what's more surprising? 
Yeah, I've, I've been saving that. That's been in my pocket. I've been waiting to drop that news for you guys. I knew that was going to be fun. Oh, you? I was. I, I thought. I thought she was going to tell us she knew that Epic was buying harmonics before any of us did. At which point, I've been like, "Wait." What? I was about to be like, "I'm sorry." I was like, who? "What sources? What sources do you have, and why are you not feeding None that information like, to the journalists?" Everything. Are you, um, and I've been head down prepping for school stuff. I've oh yeah, we, of on. course. Yeah, I, well, we, no, we no, didn't know true. either. Uh, we didn't. What the news broke? What like this morning? Um, so anyway, um, anyway, I, you can tell from the face Amanda is making that is the I don't want to talk about this, Steve. This is supposed to be the gratitude podcast. That's my other job. I mean, okay, no, but for real, I am really, I'm happy for the folks at Harmonics because they're friends and they're really, really good people. And I'm so glad they're going to have financial stability and they'll be able to keep making stuff. And they didn't have to lay anybody off, but I am incredibly sad that they're not going to make more games like Fuser and they're, they're not going to be my client anymore. Because they were my first client. I mean, that is true. Because they're going to be epic now. Now, well, now they're making yeah. music stuff for Fortnite. For Fortnite, um, and like, they don't have mock reviews from Fortnite. So. No, nah, because Fortnite's pretty established as good enough. Yeah. Uh, and frankly, even if it went bad, it still makes it's a bajillion like, dollars a day. It's like pizza, right? Even truly bad pizza is still pizza. That's Fortnite. Fortnite is even if Fortnite you, goes bad, it's still Fortnite. You heard it here first, folks. Fortnite is like pizza. Like um, pizza. the enough. um. So anyway, um. Yeah, I never would have predicted. Like, if you had made me guess what mobile game you downloaded, I would not have guessed Among Us. I would have thought like a match three or something. Given I play, I mean, let's be honest. That's more my speed. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I no I mean, shade, I, babe. I play them no, too. No, Me? listen. I do have Candy Crush on here. Listen, I have no, you know. Um, I yeah, have. You know, I know. I talked about Zookeeper World on the last episode. I got Zookeeper World up in here. Um, okay. so I play. I like some match. I like some match puzzlers. But I'm just saying, I did not expect that. But <laughs> um, you know what? I'm glad. Oh. You know what it does? It's really good because now you have like a frame of reference for all the obnoxious Among Us jokes that the kids in your class make. Um, so, and now you at, too can call it Amongies. Amongies. <laughs> so at my wife's school, oh, no, they were decorating. Oh, they did door. De- oh, this is really funny. So at my wife's school, they did a door decorating contest. Oh yeah. And uh, one of the teachers. School, yeah, we're I mean, doing this, that. This is very common. Yeah. One of the teachers um, did. Uh, <laughs> no. So they did it among oh, us no. door. Oh no! And it was great. It was awesome. They had the little crew member, but they were like off center, so they were like peeking around the corner. Yeah. And like, right. Okay. Uh, someone, oh, we no. assume one of the students, uh, in 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 like put an extra sign on the door that said. Um, hope you have a sussy Thanksgiving. Now, I want to be clear for you guys listening. Um, because I do, um, that does not mean what they think it means. Um, and so my wife took a picture of it and texted it to us. And my Mm -hmm. oldest went, uh, they need to take that down right now. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, 
yeah, they probably should. And he's like, no, really. Someone's going to get offended. There will be letters. <laughs> there will and, be letters. And so she had to explain it. And the teachers didn't understand. Because they're like, well, it's just a video game thing. And my wife's like, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. So it took her a minute to to get them to understand that that word had meaning, has been co-opted and changed, and then kind of went back and everything went sideways. So for the record, if your children are saying things are sussy and they're doing, stop them. Just don't. Just stop them. Please stop them. Because either they're not saying, either they don't know or or they They do. do. (laughs) You can decide which one is worse. I'm not here to judge. Um, cause it depends on the context, but it's, it, it's not great. So anyway, that's funny. I'm glad that you got to play among us. Um, <laughs> my daughter has been playing it on my computer. Um, whenever the television is taken up because she, now that I'm playing an actual console video game more regularly, um, which has been happening a lot over the last like week or so, uh, they, she has found herself with me, uh, taking the television, for like an hour or so at a time during the afternoon. And so she has found herself wanting to play a game. So she's come over to my computer and just found among us and started playing it, which is impressive being that like this rig is, you know, it's, it's buried in there somewhere, but no, she, she rocks it out. <laughs> um, and so uh, it's, I think among us is also one of those games. That's just going to be ever present and it's going to be around um, and I'm, I'm so excited for that very small team. Um, so they're such lovely humans. Too. They that are, helps. they are. Yeah, it is great. Every time we see video or like a stream or like social stuff of them, like celebrating their success, it's like, it really just- is like less than 10 people, which is so insane to think about. Like, but that's the power of video games. Is that power of content creators, quite frankly. Yeah. That and game skyrocketed because of Twitch streamers. True, true. Um, so anyway, so thank you, Linda. Those are two uh <laughs> that is a God, cool board game and an interesting experience. And now uh you are mm-hmm. one of us, one of us. Um, you're a fellow crewmate <laughs> or an imposter. So um Amanda, I think it's time. Um we get to yell about Pokemans now? We get to yell about the Pokemans. So, this week, uh, this past Friday, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Got em. Did I get it right? They came out. And uh, they are uh, remakes of Diamond and Pearl, which came out on the Nintendo DS. Um, in 2006. And back, on two th- back in 2006. Um, which, and... Critically, got a lukewarm reception um, because they're remakes of older Pokemon games and they're remakes of older Pokemon games. So they're not advanced. They're not doing anything new. Um, And so a lot of people are like, eh, you know, whatever. Here's my thing. You want to talk about something that is pizza. Pokemon is pizza pizza. because a average Pokemon game is still one of the best video games to be put out in a given year. Um, and that is still my contention, especially when you grade on the curve that is family gaming because, um, you know, like we don't have to worry about call of duty or, you know, God of war or anything mucking up our system. Pokemon is always in the top 10. 
because it's great. And these games are no different. Um, all three yeah. of my kids dove in headfirst in this game. Um, the big debate about what starter to choose and how to make your de- everything. Um, we had all of that on Friday, and now here we are Tuesday. We had more of it playing. The soundtrack is a, is gorgeous. You can hear it in the other room, and it's just it's so cheerful and so easy to identify. Like when my daughter mm-hmm. is playing, oh man, it's a it's a mood. It's so Amanda, much joy. You streamed I, some of this on Friday. I did, and I had so much fun. I know that this game has come out to kind of like lukewarm, mediocre reception. Because it's not Sword and Shield, you know, and it's not going to be Arceus, which is coming out in January. But where this game really shines is it's bringing in new player or players like me who missed it the first time around and don't necessarily want to go back and like bust out their DS. Like my DS, I actually ended up selling to a little boy who lost his DS and needed a new one and i was like oh munchkin i will i will sell you mine and i sold him one it was dirt cheap i spent so much more money on that on that ds than i than i sold it to this kid but that's what i love about these kinds of remakes is that they make pokemon accessible Mm -hmm. and they give they give a like we we talk about the importance of video game preservation this is part of it Right, video game preservation is also about carrying it forward and carrying these experiences to a new generation, and I just, uh, I just, I love it. I really do. I just love it. Yeah, I think one of when we talk about like you missed it, right? Because you know, weird timing it. for I, you, and and there's you explained it on your stream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had a DS, but I just. I thought that because I'd missed so many years of Pokemon, I'd be too many years behind. And I was scared. Like, I was honestly intimidated that I was going to start playing this game and I wouldn't know what I was doing and everything like that. My first Pokemon game was actually Pokemon X. Yep. That was my first Pokemon game, also on the on the DS. Yep. So, uh, Pokemon, I started playing uh, Shining Pearl and... It's great, and it's chibi and adorable. It really is. The graphics are fun. The music is fun. The gameplay is fun. It's not Sword and Shield. Like, you can't make it Sword and Shield. If you want Sword and Shield, and you just want a little bit more of that, just wait for Arceus. Or download the DLC for Sword and Shield if you haven't played yet. Because there are substantial story additions to Sword and Shield. Yeah. In the Crown Tundra and the Isle of Armor, which yeah. are, you know, the Crown Tundra is bigger. Like the, the the Isle of Armor is a series of challenges. You know, like some te- like, um, you know, I don't want to call it a horde mode thing, but it, it's like a, te- a a challenge, a tower challenge kind of thing. There's stuff of that. Mm-hmm. It is not that big. Um, but the the Crown Tundra is a big wild space. Lots of new stuff and like a, a pretty interesting story. So it's like a con- it, they're both continuations of the story, but the Crown Tundra is kind of half a game. You know what I mean? It's kind of like just adding stuff, and there's a, a lot to it. So if you really wanted more Sword and Shield, there is literally more Sword and Shield that I'm willing to bet that most kids did not play, especially if your family has a habit of not buying DLC, which 
I can support that. There are a lot of parents who are like, you know what? I buy the game. I don't want to buy the extra stuff. Video games are expensive enough. Totally get it. Um, just remember that it's still there <laughs> because, um, you know, if that's what they want. But uh, Amanda's right. It's not Sword and Shield. What it is, and it is an, a beautifully up in air quotes because it was remade, but it looks like the uh, DS game should have looked if it was a Switch. You know, the, the colors are brighter. The sprites are, you know, they're, they're obviously prettier. The animation is smoother. Whereas on the, the DS, it was just a really cool looking Super Nintendo game, right? Like, it's that's true. just, the, it was, it was nice, right? But like, you know, everything's on a grid. And the 3D yeah. effect of being on that grid, like the, wasn't all that great, right? Because, you know, it was a DS game. Whereas now... You're walking around and it's got a little bit of an isometric view and there, there's, there's nice lighting and some decent shadows, and like the it's little cute. touches. And also it's adorable because since since it is, everything is on a grid, um, all the characters exist on grids as well, which means they're all little blocky kind of stumpy characters. But when you get into combat, it looks very similar to Sword and Shield, including character customization and you know some of the animations for the, the Pokemon. Um I absolutely, you know, I'm I'm excited that this happened. Um you know, this is they're going to sell like crazy. Um Absolutely. There is if you if you want to know which one to buy, um there is uh, if you join our community, I posted it a few days ago, but there's also all sorts of infographics all over the place that explain the different Pokemon that are in each one. So you can make a decision because there are a fair number. Um, yeah. I forget which. So I'm going to go with Diamond uh, because my uh, my sub goal, I've decided that with Pokemon games, I'm going to have like a sub goal, like a meta game for myself. And that is uh-huh. my team is going to have happy fat guy energy. Um, I love that. So um, all of my characters have to be, um, they've all got to be fluffy. You know what I mean? So like uh, the 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 guy with the sombrero that's kind of bouncing back and forth. You know what I mean? Slow King. I think Slow King has happy fat guy energy. Um, I'm not sure who else. We're we're still the um. I mean, and Slow King. Snorlax. Snorlax. Snorlax, Snorlax definitely has happy fat guy Snorlax energy. Snorlax so, is like the best boy. Yeah, Snorlax the is great. Best snore boy. So sweet. So it is. Uh, so realistically, the only limitation for this game, and this is the same with most Pokemon, is you have to be able to read if you want to play it. Other than that, if you, if you are dealing with a kid that likes Pokemon and is a strong-ish reader, um, they're in. They do a great job of tutorializing it. I had someone ask me. They actually said, "Well, I don't know." If I'm, you know, I feel like, you know, I don't know if I'll be able to get into it. Like, it might be too hard. And I'm like, dude, I say this on like message boards all the time and people think I'm being like dismissive and like insulting. I'm like, no, Pokemon is a game for children. And here's what that means. It is designed so that you can hand it to a six-year-old that can read and they can play. Will they beat it all the way through? Maybe not. But you can give it to a six, but probably not because it, but they can play it. An adult who is familiar with role-playing games and is at least basically familiar with how, like, Pokemon works, which at this point... You can figure it out. You can figure it out. It ain't that hard. And they do a pretty good job of tutorializing everything in the beginning. And you can't skip those tutorials. So they're like, here, 
learn how to catch a Pokemon. And Amanda and I are like, bruh. Um, <laughs> we done this. But it's, it's I know that this is for, hashtag for the kids. So mm-hmm. um, if you are like, hey, do I jump in? I actually think this is an easier starting point than Sword and Shield. Because it doesn't have a lot of those bells and whistles. This is just a regular old Pokemon game. And I mean that in the least insulting way possible. Um, It's so it's got a lot of the quality of life improvements. It's very pretty, etc. But it doesn't have like the extra shenanigans. Um, You know, you don't have to deal with like wild zones and like crazy Gigantamax stuff. It's just like Pokemon and they evolve. Cool. Um, so that's that is uh Pokemon. Um Brilliant Pearl or Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Shining Pearl. I almost got it wrong. Almost so tricky. Um so um I do want to talk about um another game that I have been playing. Okay. I'm not gonna talk about the grown up game that I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of a grown up game um because I just needed to. Like, I really, like, felt the need. Because you know how I only get, like, one grown-up game a year. Yeah. I took that opportunity recently. Um, It was a game that I actually went halvesies for with John Roble, EF3, uh, EFG Mm -hmm. E3 expansion team. And it was still in shrink when I got it. He and I just, like, it came out this summer. He and I never touched it. And I took it from him. And I was like, nope, I'm going to play this game. I've been loving that. Um... I want to talk a little bit about Halo Infinite. Oh, man. Can we actually? Because Halo Infinite. Yeah. So um, so Halo Infinite, <laughs> the multiplayer came out uh, randomly. Um, they gave us at the... Well, it wasn't so much random. It was on the 20th anniversary at the end of a stream. So it was very kind of telegraphed. There was a whole thing. But um, so Halo Infinite multiplayer is available right now. It's free to play. It's on Xbox and PC. Um... And that's the big piece is that the multiplayer has been kind of decoupled from the single player campaign and it is now free with, um, with battle pass style multi, uh, battle pass style microtransactions. Um, the first big event where you can get the samurai armor actually started today. Um, it is absolutely astonishingly beautiful. Like just all the arenas are so cool. The animations are super smooth. The guns look awesome. Everything feels great. Um, I, you want you want to talk about how I'm hilariously bad at video games. I have made that very clear. I am hilariously bad at video games. I have never felt worse at a video game than when I started playing Halo Infinite. Um, Now, I don't blame the video game. I know that the people that are signing up for a beta within hours of its release are the hardest of the hardcore. They're the people that found out they were working from home. They called their boss and said they were sick and downloaded oh, yeah. this thing and started playing. Like, I know that those are the hardest of the hardcore. So I was pit and with no matchmaking, because how do they matchmake you if they don't know what you can do, um, was put against professionals. Um, and not real professionals, but it was bad. And I said, I played like three or four matches and was like, this is immaculate. It made me hungry for the single player, very hungry for the single player, which comes out in December. But what it said to me is it said, Steve, I think you're going to wait. So I 
am going to wait on the multiplayer because the good news is you can because all the battle passes will be available for purchase even down the road, um, yep. which is different. They are unlike Fortnite, battle passes for Halo Infinite. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, and so. Um, which is great. I'm not going to miss out on the samurai thing because the samurai armor is really what I want. I just want the samurai armor. It looks cool. That's like my goal. I'm going to get that and maybe I'll even stop. That might be me beating the multiplayer. I don't know. And, um, <laughs> but I'm going to wait until after Christmas when a bunch of 10 year olds get their Xboxes. Um, because the reality is I'm just bad. Well, also I talked, I actually reached out to a contact at 343 and they said, yeah, um, if you're really bad, just give it a, they said to just give it a day or two because I mean, normally folks rotate out. I mean, I've been, I've been playing it off and on. Well, since... you're better than me. Okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not here to judge gaming prowess. That's not really my jam, but I, I've had a lot of fun with it and I ended up playing it for last week's game night with the lads and man, we, we got face rolled a couple times, but ultimately we came out on top of you and like it was nice. I'm like, oh, girlfriend still got it. Okay, that's how we doing it. So um, it was nice. I, um, so yeah, I was told to just wait like a day. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and because all the hardcore people will level up and, you know, that'll help with the matchmaking. Um, and I said, you know what? You're probably right but I'm just going to wait for like a few cycles to get through. Um, and the other piece is I'm not in a rush. And part and a lot of that is this is still a beta. There's still stuff going on. They've yeah. already made adjustments to battle passes and weekly challenges. And we know the amount of data they are collecting in this beta is a business analyst's dream. Like oh, the I data that they can the make. Data. Can you imagine? They're just like rolling their face in Tableau right now. Just like, oh, check out all this uh, data. And can, making can all sorts of presentations. Um, and making cool PowerPoints. Yeah, I'm nerding out a lot. And so we know it, it's going to be a very different game uh, by the time I really sit down. With that said, it's installed right here. I'm going to try it, piece, keyboard and mouse. I'm going to try it over there on the controller. We're going to see which, which suits me best. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm going to... Uh, so I am going to play it. Probably going to even stream a little bit of it. Because I absolutely love it um and it is the perfect th this is going to be an answer to another if your kid wants to play call of duty or battlefield and you don't want them to um that you don't want them to play warzone the answer is cool if you have an xbox or if you have a pc that's relatively new um go play your uh go, go play some halo infinite multiplayer it's true it's it's awesome, and you can play it on your phone. Can you really? Yeah, you really can. You can play it on your phone, and I wouldn't recommend it without like a, like one of those little razor kishis or a backbone. But I gotta tell you, you can play it on your phone. It's pretty cool. Yeah, see, Steve knows what's up. I got my razor kishi thing. I showed you this when I was at your house, right, Linda? Um, it's very cool. So anyway, it's so that's good. Halo Infinite. Um, I uh, I think it's absolutely worth giving a shot. Um, if you think you are better at games than me, which is not hard, give it a shot. That's the cool part. Download it. Just play through. The, the training match is against bots. You get through that pretty quickly, and then you get right into the into the game, and you can enjoy yourself. I enjoyed myself even though I was losing because it's just so cool. 
The graph it's true. is awesome. It actually does make losing feel pretty good, which is hard to do. That is hard. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Halo's great. Everyone should play Halo. Yeah. Halo should. rules. Everyone should definitely play Halo. So Is that one of the ones you're going to have me play? I, you know what? If Halo was going to go burr, I'm going to be there. I'm gonna be there. I think. <laughs> I think. I think there could. There is something to be said about having you try Halo. You I don't find know. Game to have me play live. I don't think. I don't know. Halo. <laughs> I don't know. We'll no, figure it out. Is, I'm throwing up. You gotta think of a game that'd be fun to do. Have me just throw me to the wolves live. Something I don't like know if it, I think Halo might be mean, but we'll figure it that out. Would Amanda be mean, and I in fact, to throw you to the wolves. <laughs> If you were it's with fair. me, I could play with you and we could do it together and I would keep you safe. Um so alright, so um oh Mega Mom's in the chat. Welcome to the Engage Family Gaming Podcast. Mega Mom says she hasn't played Halo since the late nineties. I mean, that's back in the back in the day. Yes. Um it is uh it, it, here's what's cool about uh here's what's awesome about Halo. Uh first RPM in the chat. Amanda uh, saying it's shockingly good. Um, it is in fact, uh, but it is also uh, a lot of the same. Like it is, mm -hmm. they they it, they really did refine that formula. So if you yeah. if you lowercase liked it back in the day, um, as long as your tastes have not significantly changed, or first person shooters like don't suddenly make you ill, because um, I know some folks that over time that has gotten worse. If you That's can play true. first person shooters. And you liked it lowercase. You should, at the very least, like it lowercase now, uh, if not so much more, um, because there are a because it is so good. The team is so good at making them, um, and because the problems with the previous games, a lot of them were people thinking it was missteps with the story. The multiplayer has the never been a problem. Though. Yeah, Correct. the gameplay has always been very good. I the story got pretty friggin' obtuse in Halo Five, but. And I played it fairly recently, so it's like it's stuck in my brain. But I'm gonna tell you, the gameplay gets better and better over time. And the I think honestly, like my my favorite Halo is Halo Reach. Like, really. I need to play that one just because I've heard um, really interesting things about the story and everything. So I definitely want to play cool. it. It's cool. It's cool. I really really enjoy it. Okay, so um, so those are our uh, so th that's around the horn. Mm -hmm. Um, pretty good. We talked about some Halo. We talked about some Pokemon. Her. Linda played Among Us. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to do you with can't that. Even still, I really can't. I really can't. Um, it's 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 wild, man. It's wild. Listen, we're it's 2022. It's just Listen, or 2021. Well, it's actually almost 2022. Almost 2022. Can't believe it. No, that's gonna be my surprise. Now, randomly, I'll play like a, an app or a random video game just to shock the world. <laughs> I, I'm sitting exactly. here and I just, I love it so much, <laughs> like in an unhealthy, beautiful way at the same time, but I am still so shook. <laughs> uh, shook is the right word. Shook is like, what? You said what? Because anyway, what? anyway, I, I don't want to get to the point where I'm making fun of Linda. Because I would no, never, no. Well, actually, I would no, do no. that. I'm quite. making fun of myself with it. It's I can't, well, if, number one, I can't say I would never do that because I do respectfully. Um, I mean, she, respectfully, respectfully, but also lol. It's but, fine. You should. I, she. It's not like she doesn't give it back. 
It's not like oh, Linda's. I I never. Um, how would I? Okay. How dare I say that about Linda? How okay. dare? How dare? Anyway, so let's get to our real topic. This is what Amanda. Yeah. This is why Amanda's here. She she was gonna blow me off until I gave this. I'm just kidding. She, of course, lies. Lies. I'm spreading untruths. So the topic of the show today, we're just gonna go around and we're gonna talk to the chat. Also, we also got a response in the engaged family gaming community, um, and we're gonna talk about. Uh, our games and gaming memories that we are thankful for. It is Thanksgiving week, uh, which means for many of us, we are, this is our last night of freedom before we have to start cooking and doing crazy stuff. I know Amanda's got all sorts of, well, I, I mean, you have, an, you have an army oh in your house to begin with and you have a guest oh, coming. Oh, and I have extras. Yeah, I have extra humans because I have partially adopted um Grace's boyfriend, my oldest boyfriend. They've been together now for a year and a half and I'm like, well, he's mine now, I guess. Are you giving him to, so you so he's they've they've been together long enough. You don't have to give him like a placemat with like labels and like a map. No, he just sits understanding. wherever. I've never had to do that. He'll just he'll just sit. I will put him in a place and he will stay there. Nice. He's That's very fine. he's a very good boy. Very That's good. That's very, that's good. I'm glad he's well behaved. There's lots of parents there. He would not, he would absolutely not survive in my house if he was not well behaved. There are lots of parents there that will end him um, if he were to, if he were to uh, misbehave. And I appreciate that. And frankly, I would come to the rescue also um, with foam weaponry, of course. I don't actually assault people. Nerf guns, 100%. Oh, I mean, I would bring, I would bring my uh, mace, uh, which is named after a transformer, by the way. Um, That's nice all of my magic weapons are named after transformers um because of I love course that they you. are um so except for the one named after a car it's weird but whatever um okay. i'll tell you that story later um linda lived through this and she's like steve why are you telling this story um i lived through this crap <laughs> um so uh, mega mom saying that she has hockey sticks stern lectures and the mama's mom voice can confirm mega mom has a mom voice can confirm. I'm kind of I've heard here it. For it though. I'm here um, for it. Uh, I have heard it, uh, and um, I, I have had it used on me. Not me personally, but a fictional version of me has definitely had it used on me. Um, so I can confirm she has a stern mom voice when she wants to. Um, so anyway, um, it's Thanksgiving, so it's time to share the things that we're thankful for. I'm going to start, I'm going to kick us off with a response from the group because I think it is wholesome. And um, I like to, uh, I like to, you know, throw out the, some respect to uh, former podcast guests and former, former podcast co-hosts of mine. Um, and so Dr. Regina McMenemy, who is uh I, she co-hosted uh, Geeking with the Moms with me back in the day. Oh, um, right. Uh, she, uh, I asked her, and she said that her gaming memory that she is thankful for is teaching Five Crowns, which is a card game, uh, to her late mother. Uh, it was her mother, one of her mother's favorite card games, and she really liked that. I remember hearing uh, some of that story from Regina um, before she typed it in the chat. Um, and yeah, so that is, that is the, the gaming memory she is thankful for teaching five crowns to her mom. So shout out to Aww. Dr. Regina, Doc Liz on Twitter. Um, I, we, 
maybe we'll get the gang back together because uh, our the person who ran the whole show uh, is the wife of uh, one of the producers over at 343 Studios, and they've been a little busy. But they might have Aww. more time now. So maybe we'll be able to actually podcast again together. So that could be fun. That would be so great. Um, You know, now that Halo shipped. Not like it's done. It's whatever. not. Nothing's it's ever done. No. Um, You know, whatever. <laughs> so that's it. So we got one from uh from the good doctor or one of the Absolutely. good doctors. So mm-hmm. um so that that, that 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 well I know many and I try my hardest when I know someone has that title to use it whenever possible um because they certainly worked for it. Um <laughs> so um Linda we're going to start with you. Okay. Oh, Do you so have excited. a game or gaming memory that you are thankful for. And Megamom, um, feel free to throw yours in the chat, because I'm sure you have some. Anybody else that is in the chat watching, by all means. So, when we were talking about the Among Us adventures, it actually reminded me of another time I was suckered in to play games by a small child. Only the small child was my niece, and we were up in the frozen north visiting my brother-in-law and his family and she was about three at the time okay and so she was just vying for like attention from whatever grown-up she could comes over auntie come play games with me like i'm not saying no to the three-year-old that i don't get to see all the time so the little three-year-old suckers me i think we spent an hour playing a whole bunch of different you know little games it was like oh my goodness i had a couple games i had brought that were they were a little hard for her but like we i've improvised the rules like we just kept playing stuff and you know i mean talk about being suckered in but it was oh a hundred percent oh hundred percent and like oh you know my husband's like look he's like she's gotcha as soon as he heard her say come play a game with me it's like she's it's over it's over (laughs) she won okay guess what i'm going to do oh no how awful oh no i must go play with the young the little niece it was the best you know oh i I mean quality time like this little one again they live they live well at the time they were four hours away so we weren't Mm -hmm. seeing each other as much as i would like sure Um, so it was just wonderful quality time to to get to bond with my niece so very sweet i I love that no she's almost she's getting so big how old is she now Oh goodness! I think she just turned five. I think. Really? Oh my God! Five is yeah. So no, cool. I'm just trying to think because yeah, there's four years between each of the kid intervals. Yeah, she's she's five now. Comes up so fast. I know babies grow up so fast. Is this uh? Is this Matt's daughter? Matt's little for my own. For my yeah, own, just for, just for my own reference, because yep. I know some of these people. Um, it's true. I, uh, I can, man, like there's something to be said about when a little kid is just like, Hey, let's do this thing. My nephew has been starting to do the same thing. We went to the, you know, we did the vacation thing and he, you know, and I brought my stack of stuff so that I could get things played. Um, and he brought pop the pig, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, one of those games where you shove the cheeseburgers in the pig's mouth and eventually like they pop. Um, and so he has concluded that he wants to play board games like his uncle dude does. Cause I'm uncle dude to them. Oh. Um, I'm uncle dude to all of my to all the kids. nephews, and um, ado- uh, including, yeah, exactly. Including, including John and Linda's kids and, 
Um, I love nothing more. Um, it's one of the reasons why I have to do Fat Thor for a cosplay at some point, because if I'm going to be the dude, I should be the dude. Um, you should be the dude. But um, he, so he, he, that was his like only thing. It's like, Uncle Dude, we have to play Pop the Pig. And like a couple of days passed and we, we hadn't played it and he was being very patient. But then we had like a oh. quiet afternoon where he like just pulled the box out and he's little. So like he's carrying this box. <laughs> And it's like, Aww, all right, so let's do this. Baby. And so there really is something to be said. And so we um, we all piled around that pig. And so it was me and Evan and, and Jake and Megan. Like, we just went crazy. Um, and we played, and the, the first game went so fast. And he was like, oh, man, it's over. I'm like, nope, we got to. So I think we played like three or four games in a row. We were like, we just got to get this done. Um, because it, 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 I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's hot potato, right? Like we're just messing around. Um, but it was really funny because it was a fat pig just eating cheeseburgers and I loved every minute of it. So of absolutely. I am super grateful for the opportunity to use games to bond with um, like younger kids that I might not be able to otherwise, you know, like my nephew and I like, you know, He's going to be a car guy. He's going to be, you know, he's going to play soccer, you know, because his dad's decided that. Like, so he and I are over time okay. going to stop having a lot of stuff in common. Um, but because of the the gaming that he's gotten kind of early, um, we're always going to have that. I, or at least I would like to, I, at least I'm right now, I like to think that we will always have that. And so that's going to be that kind of cool connection. And it really comes down to just, some of these stupid hunks of plastic that we got lying around, right? Like mm -hmm. it's something so trivial that makes these really awesome connections. Yeah, I really so, like that. That's really sweet. This is this is this is going to be all about that, I think. Um, so, Amanda, what are, what game or gaming memory are you thankful for? There are so many. Like, to be honest, I, especially since I became a parent myself, I have, I have so, so many different memories that just, I don't know, I look back and, and they're, they're just, they're just so incredible. But the one I really want to talk about is actually about when I was a kid. Um, because for those that don't know, like I've been gaming, like legitimately my whole life and my, my brother and I especially have been gaming buds since we were like babies essentially um so buckle up this might be a bit of a tearjerker oh boy well that i was thinking about this today because it was the first thing that came to mind um so my grandma died when i was uh seven or i might have been eight i was eight and she was my best friend in the whole world and i didn't really understand what like dying was at that mm. point in my life and so we didn't go to the funeral. Like my brother and I didn't go to the funeral. We actually stayed home with my older cousins, uh, Max and Brandy. And they're like six years older than us, six, four, six years older than us. So they, you know, they took really good care of us. But the gaming thing that was attached to it was, you know, Steven really didn't understand what was going on either. My little brother, Steven, because he was he was six. Like he was just, he was oh, just a baby. He was just a baby. And I kind of understood what was going on. Like I knew my grandma was never coming home again. But I didn't really know why. 
And so, it, like, Max and Brandy actually sat with us, and we we played Mario Kart on the SNES, okay. and they like there was a there was there were some moments where we didn't talk at all where we just sat there mm -hmm. and we just played the game and we just kind of like lost ourselves and enjoying the competitive spirit of things and then there was this moment where i looked over at my cousins and i said well why didn't we get to go to say goodbye to to say goodbye to grandma to you know to them it's auntie elin and I, I don't remember like what my cousin Max said to me, but I remember just feeling so comforted by it in that he wanted to make me feel like I wasn't being left out, but that I was being like held so softly and so cared for. And that's why they were there. They were there to make sure that we were okay and that we had lots of love and, you know, that they wanted to say goodbye to, but that their little cousins needed them and Aww. they wanted to be there for us instead. So that is genuinely one of my most cherished gaming memories. It's it's a very complex cherish Aww. because it still hurts, you know, all these years later, you know, I'm 35. It's been 25 plus years since I lost her, but... I I love I loved that moment knowing that gaming was bringing us together. It was like the it wasn't the first time that gaming had brought me together with with my family, but it was probably one of the first most profound moments. So, I'm you know I'm looking Aww. I'm looking back at at a, at a holiday that I don't traditionally celebrate as a Canadian, and just being really grateful for the softness and sweetness of, of two people that I don't talk to anymore, not because they're not great, because they are. It's just, you know, you lose touch. Mm -hmm. And just being really grateful for, you know, the people who helped shape me as a person. It's oh. amazing. So well, that, I told you it was going to be a tearjerker. Sorry. That is a, uh, that, I mean, that, I'm fighting it back. So, yeah. Um, I know I, I too. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I mean, we're, well, we're, we're professionals. So I, uh, I love that story. I think it's really great. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I kind of shared, I, I can't say it's similar, but, um, I have a, you know, really good gaming connection with, uh, my cousin, Peter, who, um, he worked, he was a, a managing editor at GameSpot. Now he works at PlayStation. Like he's, that he is like, he's my in, right? Like he's that guy for me. And, mm -hmm. but what's what's what is really interesting is he actually views it as you know i i view it as like this crazy role reversal but for him um because for him he like credits me for introducing him to like final fantasy games and stuff which like kind of propelled him and so because what Aww. would happen is we all you know we're all super busy right and so we would see each other on a handful of holidays and whenever we saw each other like immediately he and I would just roll out and be like, yo, check out this video game stuff. And so, um, you know, hearing him tell the story, like for me, it was just kind of this mundane thing. Like, yo, check out final fantasy six or well, at this point three. And you know how cool this is. Whereas for him, it's like, yo, my older cousin showed me this amazing game and it changed my life. And, um, so I'm really grateful specifically for, you know, I'm going to say officially the Super Nintendo. Um, 
because <laughs> um, that was at a time where I really learned that games were going to be my thing forever. And they also proved to be my connection with other people, right? You know, I, you know, they came out when I was in middle school. I did not have a lot of friends. I've been very open about the fact that I went through some pretty traumatic bullying then that I still suffer with PTSD from now. Um, and, uh, like, so, uh, it is, so, but it was those video games that came out on the Super Nintendo that were my connection with other people and kind of gave me that in, um, and, you know, proved that video games weren't like some, I never understood the whole video games are a solitary thing because I never really played them alone. Like, no, neither did I, I was with my brother. Right. So like, you know, and that's not so that's not solitary if you're with your brother. Yeah, exactly. That's how I that's how I played all games for the most part is I tag teamed them with Steve with my with my brother, Steve. Um, every time you say that, I'm like, wait, I I didn't know you. No, we didn't grow up together. The other Steve. Um, Yeah. The uh, so that is so that's my big thing. You know, I have that memory. Mm. I mean, there were so many of them. But having that system, having those games and, you know, using them as like a way to connect with other people um, on even footing. Right. You know, like we both, you know, me and somebody else playing Final Fantasy three, we had the same game. So we were on even footing. We were figuring it out. Um, Man, I really like that. So. So, yeah. Uh, Back to you, Linda. We'll go around a few times. Mega Mom also dropped in some memories, so we have to. Oh, she did. Oh, let's do Mega Mom. I'll do Mega Mom. Thank you. Uh, Mega Mom says, reading from the chat, uh, mine are all the games I've played with others. So I mean, I think it's right in line with some of our other stuff. Uh, Text-based RPGs with her friends in the '80s, uh, card games with her late grandfather, video and board games with her kids, which we know is super important. She shares that all the time. Um, Battleship with uh, her grandmother-in-law. Um, and gaming weekends with friends, which is, I mean, truthfully, that's how I met her. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, the, a common thread through a lot of these are um, that connection with other people, right? Even when we include Doc, uh, Dr. Regina, right? Like the, um, you know, hers is a memory about the games with her mom. And, you know, yeah. so... And I think that's going to be a. I, I I suspect that that's going to be a common thread with a lot of our memories, and and part of that is because games when, games are not necessarily a solitary. Even if you're playing the game alone, it is not. It's necessarily, still not necessarily solitary. It's not. Um. And who knew? Uh. The uh. You know, Doctor Coward's been saying that for her entire career. So. Legitimately, yep. Thank you for sharing those memories with us. Mega Mom. Thank you, Mega Mom. Those were really oh, precious. <laughs> so, so just, what what do you got next? We'll do a few more. Um, because I mean, we've okay, been, we've been going, so I don't want to, you know, keep everybody here all night, and eventually we're all gonna cry. So, like, we don't need to do that. It's true. No, it's gonna have. I I I anticipate I will in fact cry very soon. Oh no! All right, well, all right, my tissues are right. I gotta go get them then. If you're gonna cry, you gotta be ready because I'll be okay. Ready. I mean, I might uh, make it through. I might. I'm, tra- I'm still, I'm still reeling from yours. So I have a funny one to go with, and Steve, okay. this is all your fault. So, and I've told this story a few times, 
but I was never a big gamer as a child. I mean, we played games here and there, but it was his fault. Just his. That got me like down the rabbit hole in a way I never could have imagined. Mm -hmm. And that the memory of that first night going to uh, my first LARP. Oh my goodness. Oh no. Oh, oh, oh. It was over no. for you, baby. Oh, no. oh, I was ready to go home. Are you kidding? Oh, really? <laughs> it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh. So, so he spent six months. Now, first of all, I'm not a big gamer. This is not my. I've never known that about you. I've always thought oh, that no. you were just as hardcore as I no. am. Oh, goodness. No. <laughs> I was, you know, the Monopoly gamer, like, you know, as we joke about that. But it was. So this is um, actually after I got married, my husband met Steve through their job and we mm -hmm. started hanging out and getting friends and he spent six months convincing us, oh, we should come play this game. And we heard all about it. And I was really reluctant, but I didn't want to be left behind. It's like, you know, you understand. And it's like, oh, fine, I'll I come do. along, try it, see what it is. And they're like, you could just hang out in the cabin. It's not a big deal. Like if you, you know, you can just go relax. You know, so they had me, you know, I could create whatever character, but they helped me because I didn't know much about characters. I didn't do tabletop role play, nothing. Had no idea. Oh, my but goodness. My, How I had far friends, you have oh, come. So far. I had friends try to get me to join them for D&D, &D, and I sat in on one session and bailed. I'm like, this is not for me. This is back in high school. Oh my Could God. not can even. You, can you teach my wife <laughs> oh my how gosh. to do this? Because, like, Danielle so... <laughs> playing this would be so good. Oh, my gosh. So the first night we get there, and now Steve told me, like, months, telling me, nope, just relax. Like, if we have a wave battle, you can hang out in the back. We'll keep you safe. You don't have to worry about it. You can hang out in the cabin. It's not a big deal. And the very first night, it's dark. I don't know my way around. I'm still getting acclimated. They bring out a new monster. And we have this magic ability on our cabin, like, to lock the cabin. Nobody can come in without permission. And the monster destroys that. And they can just walk right in. Oh, dip. <laughs> I almost went and sat in the car. I was oh, so freaked no. out. I'm like running in the dark. I don't know what's going on. I was so oh, freaked honey. out. <laughs> oh. um, but I went back. It, it was one of those. There was, what, a, I think a month between events or something like that. And yep. I realized I couldn't stop talking about it. That's amazing. And I was like, oh, I guess I did have fun. It I guess scary. I had a good time. I guess it, it was scary, but fun scary. Yeah. You know, and I'd never experienced it. And it took me a while to really get into it. It was a steep learning curve for me because I never mm -hmm. tabletopped. I did not video game, no basis. So they had to really teach me from square one. And it was, but it ended up giving me this connection. And I got to meet such an incredible group of people. And most I don't get to see often, but like I'm still friends with people online and we chat sometimes and I get to follow just where their lives have gone since. Um, and it's just, it's been such a journey. And, you know, I tell the story that that's how I got into gaming. I got in backwards. I started with LARPing and then got into tabletop. Which is and bold. Then, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and then got into the board for games. You. So, yeah. So that's that first night. I still remember them like, you know, these, these you know, NPCs coming out and I was just freaked You're just having out. none of that. None of this. None of that nonsense. You told me. If it makes you feel yeah. any better, um, I would. I felt bad. <laughs> um, did. But I only felt a little bad because I was having a lot of fun. And, it's true. Um, it, didn't, it didn't hurt that her husband at the time 
was uh no 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 not at the time a lot of (laughs) still my husband please be clear um (laughs) it's true actually well no yes still your husband but still my husband is around i guess (laughs) we were married at that time (laughs) i can assure you that's what i meant that's what i meant is that is is that you were married anyway who cares it's fine thanks for the correction so (laughs) her husband was um losing his mind so he was so excited and happy so i think that kind it's of true. that kind of she, I, i'm sure he managed me it was fine yeah yeah exactly he knew he knew how to fix it um he knew how to fix it i um man you know what i spent so i went once and you know i mean i can't not be grateful for that game i mean that the you know alliance larp and um you know most of my core group of friends are friends that i either met there or the majority of our relationship was built playing there. Um, Mega Mom is from there. Um, mm-hmm. And how about this? Uh, Miranda, our Discord server, uh, I kn- our Discord server admin, I know because of there. Um, right. And so, you know, I can't not be thankful for that. I'm on a hiatus from my national staff position because um, I needed a break. Um, but I've been on national staff for them for, I'm the, the second long well i'm the second longest tenured person on national staff like i've been doing that a long time and i remember going to my first game i came back with my wife who at that time was my fiance um who is now my wife and so the general and i went back for i went then the general and i went and um you know we went for and then she and i went back twice so there we had three games i had three she had two and then we spent the entire winter recruiting and we came back with linda and john and my brother who turned 18 um right before uh like a week before the first game um and you know our friend seth who has since retired from the game which was it, it that hit me harder than i thought it would um and you know, so I can't be any, you know, more thankful for that game and how it's impacted me. I mean, I've learned a lot about leadership, um, you know, leading a team of 13 largely neurodivergent people um, and, you know, helping, you know, like, man, that that was a, even though it was completely fictional, um, man, there was a lot of like lear- learning because I, I mean, really, I started playing when I was like 21. Um, sure. and I'm still leading quote unquote that team now. Right. And so like, I really grew up playing that, you know, became a real adult playing that and learning, you know, how to deal with others and my own leadership style and how I deal with and learning better coping mechanisms for stress. Um, being able to do that under a fictional environment has been so useful for me. Um, and I don't know how it would have turned out otherwise. Um, you know, um, and, you know, being able to do that under the backdrop of how do you lead while also trying to be a good guy, um, I think also helps. Um, and so, and now I'm excited because I get a whole nother chance to play all over again, uh, because my oldest is going to be able to play next year, which is insane. That's Um, wild. But now I get to play with him and it's, it's the same thing. So anyway, yeah. I've, um, so that is, I can't not think about that. And uh, Megan, I'm saying uh, LARP taught me uh, a lot about vulnerability in amazing mm-hmm. ways, which is absolutely true. 
Um, you know, so yeah, I can't not be thankful for Alliance LARP, the friendships that I made there. Um, you know, I mean, shoot, I mean, Linda and I met out, you know, because of John's work, but the reality is like, if it wasn't for a lot, if it, yeah, if it wasn't for us forming a team, I mean, you know, we're Mm -hmm. family. Um, I don't know that we, it it certainly helped. Um, you know, it gave us something that we had in common that we both really cared about a lot. Um, I, I will admit, I always cared a little bit more than Linda did (laughs) a little bit. Um, cause I was, well, I mean, but that also worked out for you because it means you didn't have to count the treasure all that often. That's true. You, you got out of that. Um, you did have to sew all, you did have to sew all our tabards though for, um, I did. I learned to sew because of this. Dang girl. Tournament weekends, man. Anyway. Um, anyway, so Amanda. Tell um, me. What do you have? Um, uh, not another tearjerker thankfully, okay. <laughs> but also not necessarily about my kids because there are just too many moments to choose from. I-, I could just sit here and be like, I was grateful for the time I spent with Vivian this afternoon playing Animal Crossing together. Like my my gratitude with my kids runs so incredibly deep and I just, I could talk about them all day. Um, the The other really, we were talking about Halo, right? Halo was actually an integral part of my teen years. Um, I was 16 when Halo 2 came out and I am okay. No crumbling into dust, please. And thank I you. Learned, that was me. That was me. Like picture like it ju- that was uh, insert Thanos turns to dust dot gif. Like, just, <laughs> just remember, Steve, I'm older than you. What's, all right, awesome. all right. Everybody here knows awesome. that I'm the baby. I know. <laughs> when I do that, when I so what's awesome is whenever I freak out about being old, what I'm doing is I get the humor value of hitting myself, um, which is the self-deprecating humor, but in a in a funny way. But then everybody that's older than me, I'm kind of like clapping right at you. I normally do that to the to the general, but you're the one sitting right here, so it's fine. so insert Thanos crumbling to dust dot gif carry on (laughs) okay well aside from everybody knowing that I'm the baby in this conversation regardless um one of my one of my most cherished memories as a teenager was sitting down and figuring out how to hook up four xboxes for like og xboxes back in the day because there wasn't xbox live xbox live didn't exist until the xbox 360 so we had to figure out how we were going to network four Xboxes throughout my house. Oh, dear. Because I was having 16, like, there was going to be 16 teenagers in that house. Oh, man. There were so many of us, because all my guy friends came over, because I was like, listen, here's the deal. We're going to sit. We're going to eat pizza. My mom's going to make cookies. And we're going to play Halo all day. And we bounced between playing the original Halo and Halo 2 all day. And it was, my brother was there and he was playing with us. And Steven was, I think, 14 at the time. And my dad played with us because my dad's a huge gamer. Although we named his his guy Target because, well, my dad's not very good at console first-person shooters. <laughs> um, so we spent the day a bunch of these kids and you know people would like file in and out all day 
they they people would come in they'd leave their girlfriends would come over the girlfriends would get really mad that we were all playing games and <laughs> then they'd take their boyfriends and leave i actually after that i instituted a rule of like if girlfriends are here i am down for it all all are welcome but y'all gotta pick up a controller all right just pick up a controller <laughs> and don't be shitty about it so i think of, and it was it wasn't even just one time like we did this a number of times throughout the school year, I think when I was 16 and 17. And those were the, those were like some of the most important informative moments of my life as a teenager, like at least socially, everybody was like, Oh, Amanda, you never go to parties and you're not like, you're not cool at all. And I'm like, I don't need to be cool. I hold halo parties. Like I'm awesome. I don't know what your problem with me is, but I'm great. <laughs> So that's that honestly and coming going back and playing all of the Halo games recently with Mike and I'm playing through like I played through the original Halo which I played with my brother and through Halo 2 which I also played with my brother and then Halo 3 which I played with my then boyfriend now husband and going through Reach and ODST and 4 and 5 and it's just like Halo is just such an important game to me now. Like, I think back and it used to be an important game, and now it just is an important game. So that's my gratitude for, like, very cherished gaming moments with my friends and my family, because my mom was there, you know. And we took care of, like, all these kids. We kept all these kids out of trouble. Like, that was our household. It was, like, it was nerd central. And all the parents loved us because they're just like, oh, God, yes, please. Take video them. games. Please <laughs> take my video gamers and make sure they get socialized. So it was great. Those were those were like truly magical times. And I can't wait to do that for like my littlest kids. They'll bring oh. all their pals over and we'll just like I'll get wrecked in whatever game they're playing. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, how fun. So yeah, that's me. That's good stuff, so folks. Yeah, those are some vibes. Those are some like Thanksgiving gratitude vibes. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna close it off by saying Perfect. that um you know it, because I'm the host and I can do whatever I want. Um, I am gonna close it off no by podcast saying cops. um that there are in fact no podcast cops. Um, I'm gonna say that I'm thankful for uh you guys and Aww. um and so. The, I mean, Gage Family Gaming is not my job, right? You know, it's not my full-time job. Um, it would be cool if it was, but let's be real. In the current environment, not a likely likelihood. And so what this is, is really it's a labor of love for myself, but also all these other people who have seen me and seen the work that we do and felt the need to attach themselves and their time and their treasure to it, which I think is... Um, you know, I couldn't do this by myself and uh, I wouldn't do it by myself. You know, it's always been, um, you know, for the longest time, you know, Jenna tried to host with me and as much as she loves talking to me about games, which she does, she makes a, she makes it sound like she doesn't sometimes, but, uh, but you know, she likes talking to me about stuff. She likes having opinions. She just doesn't like being on a microphone. Um, and so, which is yeah. fair. Not everybody wants to do that, but she did it because she was my wife and she felt obligated to support me. Um, and she kind of was right. That's just kind of how it is. But 
um, you guys have no such obligation. Um, and so for you guys and, you know, the extended E3 EFG team who shows up um, and, you know, it is, uh, it keeps this kind of little side project, side hustle and turns it into um, a community project where we get to get together and, you know, whether it be weekly or quarterly or whatever we do and really create some really cool stuff. And I, uh, it was neat when I started doing this alone, but it has become transformative for me um, now that we do it as a group. Um, Mm -hmm. And especially as we have grown and learned our processes and started doing really cool stuff. Um, So, yeah. So that is what I'm going to close it on and say that I am thankful for you guys. And don't, don't feel left out mega mom. I am thankful for you also um, because (laughs) every, everybody's got to have their first super fan. Um, And you and Jevador have been there for us from the very beginning, the two of you guys and Miranda. Well, I mean, Linda was probably like the number one, number one, but like she like <laughs> joined, she like works here now. So like, you know, it's, it's different. Yeah, she um, goes here now. She goes here. <laughs> so, um, so everybody, um, and you know, obviously I am grateful for all the people that take the time and listen to us and ask us questions. Um, you know, this is a, this is a labor of love that is only, um, you know, growing and getting cooler by the day. Um, I know, and so I am grateful for our past and I'm grateful for you. Um, but I'm also grateful for our future uh, because, man, some of the stuff and I've shared this with some of, you know, with Amanda and with Linda, you know, we have some new teammates coming on board and we have some cool yeah. new stuff coming in the new year. Um, and that's really what the next month and a half is going to be. Um, it's going to be a lot of us, you know, kind of continuing, um, and getting ready. Um, but, um, because I'm grateful for 2021 and back, but man, I am grateful that 2022 is coming because that means the return, that means the return to conventions. I might actually get to see Amanda in person for the first time in, you know, a while, not in her front yard, uh, for five minutes. Um, I mean, you know, I did come up for them for the sprint, but true. that's pretty much all we've been able to see of each other. Yeah, I know. Um, and so, yeah. So, um, yeah, this, I had this more eloquently uh, planned out in my head, but um, ADHD is, is a hell of a drug. So everybody, um, we are thankful for you and I am thankful for Amanda and Linda and um, we're going to be back. Uh, I'm sure we'll be back next week for, uh, one more episode to kind of close out the year, um, where we will probably, you know, uh, well, what we're probably going to start doing is talking about our games of the year. Um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, we're going to close up shop for most of December while we get ready, um, make some changes, do some new graphics, do all the, the fun stuff, and then come back. Uh, in the beginning of the next year with uh, our most anticipated games of the year, because the one thing I like about the end of the year is that the content is planned out for us. So everybody give nice. yourself a wonderful night um, and we will be back soon. And until next time, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see y'all soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Music for the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast is Android Sock Hop by Kevin McLeod. An audio production by Six Pack Nerds Productions.